welcome to the Rich Thoughts Podcast, where our goal is to glorify God and terrify the devil. Get ready. It's going to be a great journey. Good morning and welcome to Rich Thoughts for Breakfast on January 3rd. Hallelujah. The day before a national holiday. <laughs> That's right. it. I'm Harold Herring. That's my fine wife, Bev, who's got a scripture yes. to share with you today. All right. This is our third Do Not Fear scripture Amen. for the year. It's from Genesis 26, 24. Genesis 26, 24. And it says, That night the Lord appeared to him, this is Isaac, and said, I am the God of your father Abraham. Do not be afraid, for I am with you. I will bless you, and it will increase the number of your descendants for the sake of my servant Abraham. Well, And you know... The thing about it is that we are also the offspring of Abraham. Absolutely, honey. So we are also heirs of that promise. Amen. Hallelujah. That's a good way to start today's call. Yes, it is. And we're going to start doing that every day for the rest of the year. One of the do not be afraid scriptures. That's it. Today's program, we're going to talk about seven ways to develop a spiritual entrepreneurial mindset. You know, our goal, my goal, let me just say that, is to learn something from everything I read and hear. Yes. In fact, my prayer is to recall and remember what I've read and heard. That's also my prayer for everyone who hears our voices on these calls. We ask God how to take the thoughts that we've written or heard and make them applicable in our lives. Your mindset is simply a collection of the dominant thoughts in your life. Proverbs 4.23, 4.23, New Century Version. Be careful what you think, because your thoughts run your life. You know, I remember a recent conversation with a friend of mine. He's a gifted, spiritually gifted man and married. He was explaining how he also got involved, well, sexually with another married woman through texting. Texting and other forms of social media are guided through your thoughts. They can run your life in a positive, godly manner, or you can drift over to the dark side. It's a choice. The herring paraphrase of Proverbs 4.23 reads this way. Be careful what you think, because your thoughts run or can ruin your life. That's true. My friend also ruined his life, and that of another family as well. If you want to be an entrepreneur, spiritual or otherwise, you need to learn how to collect, disseminate, activate, and utilize the dominant thoughts in your life. Here are seven ways to develop a spiritual entrepreneurial mindset. They're not the only ways, but there are seven, and we feel stared to share them with you in this teaching. Okay, starting out this year right, and that's called... Controlling your thoughts. Number one, divine direction. You can listen to all the financial, well, and read all the financial books and listen to all the infomercial kings and spiritual, whatever you want to call them. But if you want real success to be lasting, we need to be seeking the divine direction from the Holy Spirit for our ideas, our plans, and the ultimate journey to our destiny as spiritual entrepreneurs. 
you know, every one of us is a spiritual entrepreneur because we are putting our Christian life on the line for the kingdom. And that makes us spiritual entrepreneurs. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 in the Message Bible says, Trust God from the bottom of your heart. Don't try to figure out everything on your own. Listen for God's voice in everything you do. Everywhere you go, he's the one who will keep you on track. Absolutely. What do we say every day? If you're not in your Bible, it's not going to be as good of a day as it could be. That's true. There is never an acceptable excuse for any believer not knowing what to do or which way to go if we are in the Word and asking God to direct our paths. And when I say you may not know the exact way, but you'll have the peace of knowing that you're going to know what you need to know because you know that God is working with you in everything you do. If we try to figure out things on our own to solve our problems by ourselves, then why do we need God? Simply said, only one of us is going to be working on and through that problem, the situation, or the attack. It's either you and him. This is the verse that tells us what to do. Listen for God's voice in everything you do. The reason we listen for his voice is because he's the only one that's going to keep us on track. He's going to lead us in the way that we should go. One more scripture out of Isaiah 48:17. Isaiah 48:17 says, "Thus says the Lord, the thy redeemer, the holy one of Israel, I am the Lord thy God which teacheth thee to profit, which leadeth thee by the way that thou shouldest go." Not only should we quit worrying and listen for his voice, but realize he's the only one who will teach us how to profit in anything that we're doing, entrepreneurial enterprises, personal relationships, in everything we're doing. According to Strong's Concordance, the word profit is the Hebrew word H3276, H3276, and it means gain, benefit, profit. Child of God, really, we need to be encouraged when we know that we're following his divine direction. He's going to sustain us through the attacks of the enemy and even cause us to gain benefit and profit from those attacks. What the devil meant for evil, God will work to, do, to good. We tend to look at attacks with a fatalistic view, imagining that we're losing because of the attack. We need to change our focus to imagine how we're gaining, benefiting, and profiting from the attack. The, the attack. Think of how David went up against Goliath. The key is to follow God's direction. We need to understand and obey the words found in Isaiah 48, 17. This from the Message Bible. I am God, your God, who teaches you how to live well, right, and well. I show you what to do, where to go. I love that scripture. Number two, develop knowledge. You know, I'm pretty great with numbers. I can tell you exactly the number of people in a crowded room or an auditorium with just a glance. I can count cash in my head with amazing accuracy. I can look at a large stale of mail, stack of mail, and tell you the exact number of pieces, even when the count's larger than 50. Having said that, I've never made great grades in algebra, trigonometry, or calculus for two reasons. First, I never saw the need, meaning under no scenario could I figure why I needed to master these mathematical courses? 
Second and most importantly, my lack of motivation caused me to never fully understand the concepts. Now get ready for this next statement. It's impossible to see something you don't understand. Say that again. It's impossible to cease, succeed at something you don't understand. Knowledge allows you to navigate the future while avoiding pitfalls, sinkholes, and minefields. It's been said that knowledge is power. If that's true, and I believe that it is, then a lack of knowledge diminishes the power over your destiny. The Word confirms that knowledge is power in two amazing verses. Proverbs 8.14 14 Amplified Bible Classic. Have counsel and sound knowledge. Have understanding. Have might and power. When we know what we need to know, we know we've got what it takes to succeed. Proverbs 24.5, 24.5 Message Bible. A strong man knows how to use his strength, but a person with knowledge is even more powerful. Child of God, we have the dynamic duo. And I'm not talking about Batman and Robin. We have wisdom and power to achieve whatever vision God has birthed within us. Wow. Number three, develop confidence. If you're not confident in your knowledge, attitudes, and abilities, then you'll become complacent in your efforts. Because knowledge, attitude, and abilities, they give you motivation to get up and get going and make it happen. Psalm 71.5, 71.5 Classic Amplified says, For you are my hope, O Lord God. You are my trust from my youth and the source of my confidence. You know, if we've got faith in our God, then we have confidence. And that's we can how get we, it. And that's how we get it, yeah. is through our faith and developing that tool. Ephesians 3.12, Ephesians 3 verse 12 in the Classic Amplified says, in whom, because of our faith in him, we dare to have the boldness, courage, and confidence of free access, an unreserved approach to God with freedom and without fear. Wow, could have used that one today, too. Yeah. When your confidence is born in faith, it gives you a boldness in knowing that you can achieve anything, regardless of the obstacles. 1 John 5.4. I quote this a lot. 1 John 5.4. And this is the confidence we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. Yes. I love it. Faith creates confidence, which births boldness, which produces joy, happiness, and success, really. 2 Corinthians 7, 16. 2 Corinthians 7, verse 16, New Living Translation says, I'm very happy now because I have complete confidence in you. Talking about the Lord. When our confidence is in who we are, what we know, and what we're doing, it shows, particularly when God's behind it. Our confidence will be contagious to those around us, giving us uncommon favor in everything our hands find to do. Fear flees when confidence in God's word shows up. Yes. Psalm 86.7, 86.7 Message Bible says, and if we're confident that he's listening, we know that what we've asked for is as good as ours. Yes. That's that John 5.15. I tell you, it's a good one. I actually think that's a great scripture. Well, to stop with today, because you know what, honey? 
we're running out of time. Hallelujah. We're going to have to continue this into tomorrow. Yes, we will. Mm. Yes, we will. Great day tomorrow. The third day of January. You know, it's the fourth day, babe. But continuing it into tomorrow, we are on the third day. You're right. The fourth day is I'm the, national, the national holiday, and we will bring you the rest of this program. <laughs> In the meantime, my Hallelujah. husband will say happy trails. God bless you. And happy trails. thinking rich thoughts from the Word of God. That's Start what we need to do. Start your day with the Lord, and Amen. you will have success. Amen. I just looked down on your phone, saw pictures of our three babies. And That's it. And just changed my focus. Anyhow, happy trails. God bless you. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.